0: I fucking hate this shit sometimes. (laughs) Everyone's now... Oh, wait. Talk. Hello. Hello, hello. I think he's back on. Can you hear me? Can anyone anyone give Dan a sign?
1: Give me so I can hear Dan in the chat. No. Uh,
0: Have we got Dan? Have we got
1: Dan now? You got... Got, we got him. Oh, f- <sighs> this, is, this has been an
0: ordeal to set this one up. This one really has been an ordeal to set this one up. Yeah, yes, But we're here. We're here. We're doing it right now. We're live and direct on Facebook and Discord. Big up to anyone watching. Please give us a share.
1: Yeah, I should have got Goat Shed to help. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about uh the live stream we done with goat shed um we had the ep launch at volks the night before um obviously we all left at 10 o'clock and a load of us decided to get like how many bottles of buckfast did we buy i think there was
0: there was at least three and i think ollie bought a crate of 30 red stripes
1: yeah and we we sent them and yeah i had like an hour and a half sleep or something and then i had to go play then we went and done this live stream on the beach, and I was absolutely freezing, <laughs> hanging, tired, with are asleep.
0: You're just like Peter. Why the fuck? Every time I I'm like, I just want to rest, and like Peter's just like, come on, let's just go to the beach and do a live stream. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, it was good though. It was good. Um,
0: I, and there there was, I I wanted to try and have a sensible night. That was my. I was like, come on, guys, mm-hmm. we're gonna like have a sensible night. It finishes at ten. The the social distancing party.
1: When, when do the sensible nights happen in Brighton? I don't think it's very often.
0: Not very often. At least I've I can't remember the last time I had a sensible night in Brighton. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Melsham gang, yes.
0: <laughs> Melsham gang, yes, Ben Swan. Yeah, big up to everyone joining us. Please give us a share. Um, you're locked into an overviewed. Uh, please feel free to get us in some questions so if anyone has any questions for for dan right now um please do please do get them in anything ask him anything like li- literally any question you have for dan right now now is your chance i'm terribly sorry for like the uh the amateur uh level production on on this live stream but you know, it's just how we do it. It's just how we do it at overview. We we should have got so gold Shed to do it. Having
1: financial issues at the moment. So <laughs> down the budget.
0: That's why I'm in. Uh, not not in my usual my usual my usual place. We've got a lovely picture of Wilfred Zaha on the, uh, on the wall. Anyway, I tell you what, I tell you what. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll it back. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a, a proper introduction right now. Um, just to like warm up anyone that has just recently joined. Um, So, wait, wait, let's let's start again. Wait, let's go, let's go. (sighs) Composure, composure. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Overviewed, in which I, myself, Peter Piper, aka Energy, aka Mr. Overview, interviews a member of the Drum and Bass Scene, a member of the Overview family. In this week or month's edition, we have a very talented young man, an artist that I've had the pleasure of working with for a number of years now. He's seen releases on some very wicked labels, including Flex Out and, of course, Overview, including his big, big track Around Me, which was a beatball number one, still the label's biggest selling track to date. Without further ado, he's back for another new EP this month the Violet EP. We have joining us the one and only Dan Paget, aka Clinical. Oh, wow.
1: <sighs> <laughs>
0: that's how we do. That's how we do. We do it. We, we do do it, that, was, we,
1: that was fucking sick, man. Thank you. Uh,
0: that's off. The, that's off the cuff. Really like you can that. you can have that one. Um, oh, white shit! I've got that coming. Got that coming through. Um, so yeah, Dan, uh, tell us how. Um, How's it been going? How how are how are you? How are things? Tell the tell the audience what's what's going on.
1: I'm good. I'm very good. Um super happy the EP is out now.
0: Finally. Um,
1: finally. Obviously the Young Glue Collab is out now as well. Been getting messages about that tune so much for like two years straight. So yeah. That's it's good it's good to get it out and it's good to be releasing music, obviously it's weird times it's a weird time to be releasing dance music especially but yeah apart from that i'm i'm good chilling chilling still working all that so yeah
0: yeah yeah how how, how have you felt how have you felt like with obviously releasing music in the middle of a pandemic without raves i mean how have you how have you been feeling about that
1: it's weird it's weird because is there so many? Um, well, there's so much good music coming out at the moment, which like is not being tested properly, you know, played in raves or at events, festivals. And it's quite sad to see, but at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of producers, including myself, which have been able to use this time to kind of learn new things, develop their sound a bit more, and kind of be able to experiment a, a bit more without just thinking of the dance floor, you know, like Blind Mosaics it's kind of this mix between something which is a lot more musical and something which is aimed for the dance floor obviously with and bass producers so everything we're making is r- not everything but you know it's mostly for, everything it's, it's, yeah it's mostly <laughs> you're making it for like a dance floor and stuff so it's cool to um, kind of merge those together but yeah when events do start happening again there'll be a lot of good music to kind of play about with so
0: yeah, I mean it's been kind of weird, hasn't it? Like to have all this music come out and then have very few opportunities to be able to play. I mean, you've had a you've had a couple of gigs, right? You played in you played in yeah, Bristol. I played,
1: I played in Bristol for Bristech. Um Big up Briztac! I'm playing that. I'm playing for them again in a few weeks, actually. Um, and yeah, we had obviously we had the EP launch party in Brighton, which was sick. Um, workforce sustenance yourself, <laughs> you know, sick. Everyone killed it. Really, really. Do, do you mind? You okay? Sorry, man. I'm just, I got, <laughs> I don't know, man. I
0: think I've got some sort of virus that's going around,
1: <coughs> but yeah, it was that was sick. But yeah, obviously, it's weird playing people sitting down. Um, I'm sure it's weird to go to an event and have to sit down as well. It It, it was, it was, it, was, it was a bit
0: weird, wasn't it? Like. It, that was the first so i don't know it was the first social distancing party i've i've been to i think it well no you said you've been to the bristol one but
1: yeah yeah it it's was
0: strange. it's like it's, it's strange. like being a naughty it's like being a naughty little kid at school or something like no you're not allowed to sit in more more than people of six and <laughs> sit down stop having fun exactly,
1: exactly but, but I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good to like, it's, like obviously although everyone sat down and stuff it's good to be able to play music to people and i'm sure it's really good to be able to actually hear music um in that kind of environment obviously it's not the same environment but you know it's it's, it's making do of um what we've got and what the guidelines are which you know i don't want this to be the new normal no anyone does and i hope it's not but you know, I
0: mean, it's is that like you're saying. It's that thing of like you've got to. We've got to make do with what we've, what we've got. Actually, there was a. I saw because uh, Jack Workforce actually posted up. Um, I don't know if you saw his in. His, oh no, you did see his Instagram post. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read out because it, it was some nice words actually on on the gig that just happened. He said, uh, "I thought it was quite fitting that my first gig post lockdown was in my hometown, and at a club, in which I first experienced drum and bass music." Many of my formative naughty years were spent in the Volks back in the mid-2000s and the club is an institution to the city. Big up the Volks. Uh, my feeling about sit-down shows changed fairly drastically when I realised that the venues needed support as they've been absolutely abandoned and undervalued by a government. It's weird to play to a sit-down crowd, but it's important to work to the regulations and to try and keep things ticking over safely. I think that's quite sort of like poignant like, as you're saying, it's it's frustrating, but just got to make do, I guess, at the moment.
1: Yeah, like, obviously, it, yeah, It basically that. It's kind of, I felt Volks were quite strict with it, especially, like, even if you stood up at your table, they'd come straight over and, like, be like, yeah, sit down. Um, BlizzTech, even though it was a couple of months ago now, it was a lot more kind of relaxed and people were allowed to stand up at their table and dance or whatever. Um, but yeah, obviously that was when the numbers went down a bit. So
0: Yeah. It's of like chopping and chopping and changing at the moment. It's all a bit, uh, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit surreal, but uh, yeah, mm. I don't know But you know, I think, you know, we still had a good one and like you're saying, although like volks were a little bit, you know, stricter, you can kind of understand it, but, yeah, we still had a good laugh anyway, and I thought it was you, it was, I, it was I, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I thought that you, I thought that you were definitely like the set of the, set of the evening without like no shade on anyone else that played like, yeah. but I think you, you got, you got two, you got two reloads in the, uh, in the set, which I think yeah. they they were the only reloads all night.
1: Did I have a, re- I thought only I only had one reload.
0: You got one for real blue. Which which oh, I did.
1: I? Oh, you okay? So yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember.
0: I'm just being that annoying label owner coming along, like pulling your setup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry yeah, about have
1: that. You, have you seen that um video? I think Dutter put it up of that guy when he's playing, leans over and pulls it back from the crowd. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what A video? Of somewhere circulating
0: what that was uh what do you mean what, what he just fucked it all up or what he was just no,
1: so, so basically there's a video there was a video going around of Dutta playing a set somewhere and some guy in the crowd leans over and pulls back the track what did he do so it, it cuts off as he's cutting it off as he's pulling it back so you don't actually know what Dom done but he wasn't he, happy what, he then obviously up, he put it up like oh what would you have done if this happens I don't know well,
0: what would you have done have yeah, you ever had that ha- have you ever had that happen to you have you had anyone in the crowd pull up a tune on no, you
1: no no I, w- I probably would just laugh and just carry on to be fair but
0: you wouldn't start like frying yeah. fucking frying shoes at people no um I look hard as fuck,
1: but...
0: uh, we, we did you did also get a pull up for i probably gonna have to like drop it in um a little a little bit of uh the around me vip
1: Mm. yeah man tell it tell us a little bit tell
0: us tell us a little bit about it because i mean that that really did i mean if anyone did see the video
1: (laughs) yeah it was sick um basically the whole evening before and like during my set up until this moment it was all quite quiet everyone was kind of like chilling um talking within their groups and stuff and um yeah so i played the around me vip and it just kind of erupted it It just kind of it just went off and um i just dropped it like not expecting any reaction because nothing was getting reaction all the time because it was quite quiet as well wasn't it um i mean i, th- I think because yeah,
0: it, it was hard to tell it's hard to tell wasn't
1: it when you've got like yeah everyone's so far I mean, away yeah. sitting on tables oscar sustance came over and started fucking you know fucking pushing me and stuff and there was you doing that fucking dweeby ass laugh behind. <laughs> everyone, went, yeah, everyone went nuts and it was sick and i pulled it and yeah it was it was a good moment man it like it kind of took me back to when i was we were playing like actual shows um at that moment it felt like we were playing just a normal show just because of how much it erupted you know
0: oh it was a really special moment like you're saying like that kind of yeah, one of those moments that really reminds you why you why why you do it and how special it can be to have that connection with playing music, playing it to a crowd, and being able to get a reaction like that. Cause I mean, it was literally like everyone everyone at the whole club just stood up and was just like going mental.
1: Yeah. And you say the um club manager came up to you and was like, Yeah, that was the best moment of like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the Volks manager actually did say um, it was like the best moment they've had at the Volks so far since the kind of sit down parties and all that, which I think that's that's a really cool, um, you know, really nice thing to say. And I believe him as well. I don't think he was just saying it because it was, it was a moment.
1: It was sick, man. It, it really was sick. Um, yeah, like I said, it just gave that sense of normality again. Oh. Um, mm. And it was sick to be able to play it to real life people like people in real, real life <laughs> rather than just sitting
0: there playing it to your mum and your dad you know, constantly yeah
1: constantly
0: <laughs> yeah. so uh tell us a little bit about the, about the vip because you've been working on it for a little bit right because you said it's taken you a little bit to kind of get get it right
1: well um so i think i start i actually had the project open the other day and like it said i started the project in like september last year yeah um and only even then the version i've got is not like play is is barely playable you know it's um i think i got like 32 bars of the drop (laughs) so i have to like quickly mix out of it and stuff but yeah it was really hard to kind of come up with an idea to kind of keep it as a vip and not just completely changing it but also making it so it's good and not just like a You know, there's a lot of VIPs where it's kind of they've just literally moved the Simps about a little bit, and like even though they don't really work that well, um, yeah, it definitely took a while. Um, the I knew with the VIP, I wanted to make a long intro and play around with like the pads and the plucks and stuff that I had in the intro for the original. Um, so I thought there was a lot of potential there to kind of make it, you know, a lot. A lot more musical, especially because because
0: the, the original intro now around me is only what's it's only it's, it's quite only a short two
1: bar intro. Um, yeah, it's not like it's, it's okay. The VIP is a sixty four bar. Intro. Whoa! So man's yeah, and gone I in. You play around with the plucks and and yeah, is it, I'm I'm happy with what I've got. I just need to finish it now. That's all.
0: I mean, I suppose it's it's that thing of like you know, as 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 a lot of people know, and as as you know, like around me. Was just such a massive tune, like such a such a massive tune, and where you've created something so of that level that to then follow it up, you know, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a tall order. That's a quite an ask. So,
1: yeah, the thing is, with that, there a few people have said that as well. Actually, like the the thing is, I try I really try not to think about it I went for a period of like not being able to write any music at all because I was constantly thinking like ah I need to like level up or like get something which is going to be as big Bigger. as as around me and like that was really detrimental to like my workflow and the way I was thinking like it was, it was just making it so hard to make music and once I kind of got over that thought and I can kind of like just go off what I'm feeling at the moment, it made it a lot easier, and that's how this Violet EP was born, basically, is because I come out of this rut of kind of thinking, "Oh, I need to make something which is bigger than Around Me." Stop that! Just had fun with it, and you know, it, I think the music on Violet is just as good as the Around Me EP, really. So, yeah, it it was detrimental, though, it's definitely to my workflow and like the way I was thinking about my music.
0: So, so yeah, because like you're saying you had like a quite a period after that, like having such immense success that then the pressure you put yourself under was just yeah. a lot to handle. I mean, what did you what did you do? I mean, was it how long? So, how long did um, that take? I mean, what and what did you sort of do to to finally get out of that um, sort of it
1: mindset? Was, it was a hard period, like to kind of get over, especially because. Yeah, well, you, you always think, I think every producer, like, is always thinking, like, oh, how will, like, you never know how things are going to be, like, interpreted from, like, a consumer perspective, Um, but at the same time, from that, you know, you, I can make something which is completely different, which I don't think is going to be a banger, and it is, you know, and mm. I think that's, it. I don't think any anthem or, like, big tune is, like, I don't i don't think the producer ever knows it's gonna be that and when I kind of realized that it um made it a lot easier because i could at the end of the day knew that good music is good music and the drama bass scene is very open minded when it comes to music I found so the yeah, end I just thought to myself i just gotta have fun with it and see what happens and just make what I enjoy making, and people will like it if if it's good you know so i'm happy yeah like i said like i'm super happy like i'm out of that that kind of rut that around me rut now but
0: the around me rut
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, so in a sort of timeline i mean how long were you sort of like struggling with it i think it's always quite good for people to know because i think some producers i mean again it's like...
1: like it was more like a few months after the release and stuff because the, the couple of months after it was released i wasn't really producing much because i was playing shows and i was working a lot so but yeah as it, once it settled down a bit it's it probably about five months i would say wow four months five months
0: wow that's a you know that's a long time yeah it can feel like a long time especially when you're like yeah, in the it's middle frustrating.
1: of frustrating frustrating time definitely
0: but then, as you're saying, you you sort of finally got back on the on the on the horse, as it were. And have now produced something like this. I mean, I, and for me, I mean, I think that um, you know, and there's a few people that have sort of said it, like this. Uh, the Violet EP is very much, y- yeah. You know, you haven't. You know, I think, well, I, think I said it to someone someone else, and you haven't like. Just try to remake around me or whatever. Okay, yeah, you've, you know you've done the VIP. That's a separate thing, but you know you've really kind of pushed yourself, got out of your comfort zone a bit, and and obviously just had fun. I mean, I think like we, I think well, we talked
1: honestly. This every tune on this EP was just extremely fun to make. Like none of them were like a chore. There was no like brick walls I was hitting on them. They were all just songs that because I was having fun, I was just doing what I wanted with them there was no kind of like limitation in my brain. No like brick wall, like saying, ah, nah, there's a bit too, you know, it's not really staying in your sound. Um, It was none of that. So it was just super fun. Like Violet was like the most fun I've ever had, like ever had making a tune. That song only took like two days to make. And it was just, flow. it was just fun, man. I was just enjoying playing with loads of different rhythms and kind of just experimenting with new techniques. And yeah, it was just—it it was so fun. That's—I think that's because I spoke to you about it. I was super nervous um, the day before rele- uh, the day before the promo went out, um, because it was such a—it's not necessarily com- like completely different to like my sound or stuff or anything like that. But I've kind of like experimented a lot more than any of my previous releases. But yeah, it, it was super super fun EP to make, man and like, I know you and Os you and Ollie are very um kind of free with the producers to kind of do what they want you never dictate how you want something to sound or whatever <laughs> so knowing that I knew it, like I was just having really good fun with it man
0: yeah i mean you know i think that like you, you know you touch on there and you know i know you've you know sort of said it before and yeah you know for me it's an important thing for for overview I mean, it probably helps that I don't have, you know, I don't really have a clue about producing myself in a, in some respects. Um, so it's a bit more difficult for me. Like, I I don't feel comfortable dictating to 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 someone that really knows what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's maybe the thing. Um, and I think you know, maybe that you know, maybe that's it because you, you know that I want to support what you do, and that's what I've wanted to do with many producers that release with us is just go do what you want to do like you know have you know you're you're thinking obviously a bit about okay well we're going to try and do this for overview and and all the rest of it but yeah i think it's that that i I always
1: it allows a a producer to kind of just have fun and do what they want with it but when you've got like limitations or kind of anything anything like that is is so like detrimental to your creative creativity like it's I think that's why overview do so well. Like because of this freedom, they allow that artist. It kind of allows the artists to kind of do what they want. So you're getting really good original music because the producer's not scared of being too out of the box or whatever. And
0: that that kind of like, uh, I guess that kind of like authenticity in a way, because it's, you know, as they're saying, like you're saying, you just go, look, just go away, make what you want to make, come back, when you think it's ready or whatever i mean that's you know essentially what we kind of did i mean obviously there was kind of like you know you send through a few drafts or whatever but i don't think we really sort of heard much it was, of it until there was, it was, there was done no
1: real like deadlines or anything with it either it was kind of a free process Ooh. which is really good but yeah I'd, like i'm super super happy this ep like it's definitely my the most it's probably yeah it's my favorite stuff that i've done Ooh. definitely um and i think that's more i don't even think that's down just to the music itself that's more to do with like the process of actually making it it was just an enjoyable mm. enjoyable process so
0: no i mean i'm you know i'm glad to uh you know i'm glad to be a part of it and glad to you know as you as you know glad to sort of be able to help help you do that um you know it means a lot for me and and to hear that you know i know i'm not gonna lie you know it does you know i'm just like okay cool you know it's uh it works and it goes to sort of show um and yeah i mean you know the reaction to it again like you know the
1: oh, the, the, the feedback and stuff and um the love i've been getting for it has been insane mm. um it's been quite overwhelming like is it's, it's just, especially when it's something like which quite it's quite a personal release and like i've said like 5 million times now it's so fun to make and to get like feedback on that which is really positive really really good um yeah it's i'm super super happy with it super happy What what's your what's
0: your favorite trade on the release <laughs> <laughs> actually no that's that's a bit hard that's a bit that's a bit that's a bit harsh to i mean if you got one that um, you sort of really have a real personal connection with or like more so than other? i don't know
1: um the y- mosaics is definitely up there because that that tune with the first tune i've written on my new computer um
0: right oh yes after the infamous uh the infamous loss of the other computer wasn't it you...
1: oh no this is a this is another one. Oh right, okay. So Sorry. my the one before this one, it didn't like die on me or anything. I still have it, um, but basically, it was like it had like eight gigs of RAM, shitty processor. It was just shit. So I was like, <laughs> you'd have more if you had more than like thirty tracks in a tune, like tracks in like Logic. Right. Um, it would just overload, crash. It was just bad. So I got, I bought, I invested in a new computer. Um
0: any any brand any um, brand in particular your mac boy
1: mac... oh he's a, yeah, mac boy. I'm a mac boy yeah invested in a mac mini kind of like spec out a bit yeah um yeah i was like oh fuck like i'm doing all this and nothing's crashing nothing's lagging like it's just going really smooth and um blind mosaics because i had the freedom of like memory and stuff i could just go in on like the processing and the um plugins and um, the amount of tracks i was using so i was just using so many tracks and just building this intro and then yeah the drop kind of came from there but yeah how
0: many how many I've tracks played. how many tracks do you reckon you had on that
1: blind mosaics yeah <laughs> lost but, count the funny thing is you probably wouldn't even be able to tell what half those tracks were if you were listening if i soloed the track you'd be like well, i did not hear that in the song <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, but, yeah but that's like what that's what clinical. most of
0: producing is isn't it just doing stuff that no one is going to realize is there other than you like
1: yeah
0: but given exactly. that depth i guess <laughs> so so if uh so so you know for the for the audience or whatever if um uh, you know if clinical is about to sit down to uh, to make a new tune wh- what's your kind of process what do you tend to start with or i, I always
1: know? start with drums usually I'd just make a uh, a drum beat and I'd, I'd spend quite a lot of time on just making the drums, um, like all the details. I do like a 32 bar loop that I'll make that. Um, and yeah, the, the part after that is the part I usually struggle with <laughs> drums, I love <laughs> making drums. I can make them all day, but yeah, the part after that is where I really like struggle to come up with ideas and kind of get something flowing so like the way I produce is very um how 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 would I say it's not it's not
0: conventional good
1: when it's not conventional at all like it will take me hours to come up with a very simple part of the track but then once I found that simple part of the track that I really like I'll build around that and that's when it flows again for me it's just getting that initial idea then it just flows and I think it's the same for a lot of producers to be fair Um, yeah I, my, the way i produce is very like just experimental and kind of just doing stuff which i don't know what it does <laughs> <laughs> if it sounds thick, and i'll just but you like lear, you learn you learn these unconventional methods um and it makes it it can be really fun because you could be doing it for ages and just not getting anywhere then you hit the sound or you know turn you, this
0: or push that and
1: yeah and then it gets it all flowing to be fair so
0: because because you're if i'm not you're you're like completely like self-taught obviously through for everything that you do so
1: yeah i i literally learned through youtube videos and forums and stuff so yeah and a lot of experimentation and shit and just I, i started learning at uni um I wasn't doing it at uni but just in my free time and because i had so much free time i was able just to a typical just to student day every day basically and just kind of learn and just obviously talking to friends um because wilf hurts by the way he taught me a lot at uni Big up, um, wilf. and yeah just had fun with it and just learned along the way i guess
0: but you still sort of kept, obviously you still kind of kept that process in some respects of, yeah, like not, I don't know, yeah, not been properly trained. I mean, I'm guessing, like you're saying, like over the years, you obviously learn a bit more, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I, it's, um, I was speaking to Scantier about this in my podcast that I've done with him actually.
0: Big um, up Scantier.
1: We were speaking about how, like, as you go on and you kind of learn more technical skills and, you start applying them it can kind of limit your creativity because you're not you're kind of not necessarily painting by numbers but you're kind of sticking in like these guidelines of what is deemed like correct if you know what i mean you're yeah. like it's formulated instead of being experiment like you're not experimenting as much um mm. so i do try to kind of not let what i've learned technically like um hinder um, just having fun and being creative with it, um, but it can be a bad habit to fall into, um, and I think that's why a lot of people can fall into writer's block because they kind of they're following these guidelines or these rules which have been set when it comes to like frequencies and whatever, and it kind of just squishes any means of like experimentation. So, it's it's quite I,
0: I, it's, it's quite interesting. You you know you touch on that because I think that can, kind of, you know it definitely seems to be and you, you do hear it i can i can't remember who i was who else i was talking about it with and they were sort of saying about how you know when a when a producer comes through and they're very young and they don't really know what they're doing but there's that certain rawness and you know they're doing stuff that like you're saying it's not how you're supposed to do it you know quotation marks but it has something out it has something that you can't teach or you know like you're saying you can there is that danger as you sort of go along that you know okay this is how this is how we do it this is how you're supposed to do it and that kind of affecting it in a negative way like you're saying it then it then ends up sounding like everything else and you're not then doing stuff that is quite as raw and authentic and i think there is a there is definitely a real issue within probably probably all are producing really that like you're saying once you go yeah, down the loud, and
1: the loudness wars and all this i is, think yeah yeah it can be quite I And mean, you, you don't want it to go down that road of kind of who has the cleanest sounding tunes or who has a you know the sickest snare that they synthesize themselves but as soon as it starts going down that road like constantly with everyone and that's kind of the goal people want mm. that's when it will become extremely like monotonous and Boring, essentially.
0: Mm. Like... I, I think sometimes because you know I, I, you know and as I know you know we I've kind of made a point before and as, as some people know you know where I'm um, my, I, I myself and and Ollie as well um, you know where we're not producers and we're not we are not taught at all <laughs> like or trained and it, you know. I mean, you know, I've obviously I've picked up, you know. Don't be wrong. I'm not, you know, not sitting there saying, you know, I'm, I'm obviously able to do something right to be able to get to where we have. But, you know, there is no formal training, so we're not, you know. Whereas, you know, you get a top-end producer when they get sent a track through, what they'll interpret from that, or what they'll hear, and they'll, you know, because of the knowledge that they have. You know, and again, the pros and cons because you know, obviously, it sets up. But I think that. Yeah, I think it's definitely led us to look at things from a very different perspective because we don't have those preconceived ideas of what is right, and we might sign stuff that other people would say, well, the, you know, that's not right, or the production values isn't right. But we just sort of think, well, it sounds fucking good. Like, yeah. um, I tell you what, there was, there was actually, an, uh, actually an example, and um, funny enough, it actually involves you. Um, funny enough, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know it, but. Um, so as, as some people know, um, I was kind of involved with signing some of Dan's first ever sort of properly released uh, music um, way, way back when. Um, hmm. And it, it was, the story was, it was actually to do with Africa, um, which I know that you're, I know that you kind of have mixed uh, feelings about, about that tune. Um, I, that tune. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: not. If not, I, if not... Oh, mixed feelings it's unanimous
0: really but yeah. but i mean for, for i mean before around me i mean africa was like you know and that probably still is like your you know your bit you know your other real big big tune um you know it's got like over a hundred thousand plays on on youtube and, on like 150 now yeah yeah it was a it was a big deal and i mean you know and again for, for you i think you know that that tune really put you on the map but I remember um, after we released it, I took it round a producer friend's house and he put the track th- he put the track through a fucking analy- analyzer and he was just pointing it out going, Yeah, it's it's distorting here, like in the like like this like <laughs> you know, that isn't right. Uh, yeah. And and like and it and it was that but it's that thing, like like you're saying, like I, you know, <laughs> probably should have probably, you know, Said something, or, or or point, realized that, or done the processes to not allow that to slip through. But is that
1: thing in it? Is like who the who noticed? Who who noticed? Part until you ran it for an analyst.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and shouldn't, and, it, and, it, and, and, it, and that's you know, the thing. It, it didn't stop. It did not stop that tune from being as successful as it was, and and like, and that's what I, that's what I like about. And I think some, and especially some of that early, you know, that early clinical stuff, you know, science rotate, you know, the Africa EP, it was just very raw music, crusty as fuck, you know, but it, it, that's, it has, that's what it has. And that's what I think, like when there is so much like perfectly cleanly produced music that when, then you get that kind of stuff that it, does stand apart from the kind of crowd and especially as you know as a younger producer or, or whatever coming through i mean you know the just the the creativity and the ideas in that in that music was you know was phenomenal and 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 like but like i said you know losing that, that as an example of like maybe that wasn't as well or properly produced as 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 it could have been or some people may have pointed out but we didn't point it out and ED,
1: i was i must have only been producing two years i didn't have a fucking clue what i was doing i still don't really i had no idea what I was doing. we all
0: don't know what we're doing really
1: and like i was just producing on literally just my laptop that was it no i didn't know anything about like using analyzers or anything like that i just followed my ears with it and Obviously, you can run any. You could probably run this new EP through some analyzers and stuff, and like pick out flaws and stuff. But at the end of the day, that doesn't uh, really matter to me personally. It's it's like that whole kind of like vibe versus mixed down kind of um, argument. That, that kind and of thing just, of I'm of just of... Out of. my ears and just have fun, and although yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's I like it, that rawness. like you were saying earlier and that kind of the imperfections kind of make perfections in a way
0: Mm.
1: and i'm speaking not about my music but a lot of music there's a lot of imperfections it's like beautiful imperfections is that the term or perfect imperfections is it
0: yeah no no i know what you're saying like it i mean there's that there's that like famous um uh the example of um it's the beatles uh sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band and there's like this whole list of they point out all the things that are like wrong in it and that weren't you know mistakes or whatever but that's still like one of the biggest you know one of the most well-known records of all time And, and and it wouldn't be that record if it didn't have those those imperfections and that's what you know i think that's what i do think that I'm not saying, oh, you know, your, your your music's full of mistakes or imperfections or whatever. But <laughs> it is.
1: It is. It is. <laughs>
0: actually, no, no. I tell you what, that is totally what I'm actually I'm actually saying. Um, but it, it does. It does. I I, f- I feel that it does have that kind of, you know, that that kind of rawness and um, authenticity to it. That it, that's that's. And I think that's that's what is so difficult for you know for I think for many producers. Um, obviously not to say that you always get it right and like you're saying you go for a real you know it's difficult I think that's the thing it's difficult because it's like it's like so many producers are able to produce to a very high standard now because of the availability of technology and and the the access to information out there and like we're saying about you know what you are what you can do or whatever but to you know to be able to then push to that next sort of what's really going to put you on that next tier that's what's really hard like and that's what i kind of feel about a lot of it's my my personal opinion and i'm you know it's not again no shade on any on anything because there's a lot of really really great music very very well produced but it just doesn't have that that next bit that really sets it apart and really for, for me and that's what that's what I try to look at for for overview, and I can't. E- and sometimes I can't even, I can't even explain really well why. What are you laughing at? Who's who's chatting shit in the Shally. chat right now?
1: Real blue t-shirt, on, Yeah. Oh, this is for, actually. I should. I could say. So that someone, I think Hayden, Ill Truth, in their podcast. Oh um, God. Not oh, Hayden. Why do? Why, I wonder why he called it Real Blue, and it's n and b Real Blues, I, when I finished the tune. Whether, whether pack the packet on the desk next to me, and I was trying to think of a name, and I was just like, yeah, Real Blue.
0: Why Real? Yeah. Does it actually say Real on it?
1: Yeah, it says nmB Blue.
0: Oh, what? It actually real, does say real, real fucking...
1: Yeah, it says Real Blue. Mate, really? Don't smoke. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say,
0: like, come on. You're making smoking sound cool right now. Like, that's not, that's not really like... Smoking is cool, mate. Oh yeah, yeah, smoking's so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke it kind so wicked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, what about
0: what about blind mosaics? Where where did the uh where did the title come for that then?
1: Um Is this why I'm gonna say a really pretentious story about yeah, what come I'm on, we like, need something
0: deep and meaningful right I li- now. Like, I literally
1: just plucked it out of my brain. I don't know how I just did. And it just sounded cool, so there's no real meaning behind the name blind mosaics to be honest um there's no real meaning behind any of the names <laughs> of the tra- real blue because it's i named him after a packet of cigarettes so yeah that says a lot about me
0: <laughs> that, yeah I was, gonna, I was gonna say man no really like deep artistic like you know just yeah. i would my track after a packet of fags you know <laughs> <laughs> Well, literally, literally, none of them, not not any of the tracks.
1: Um, intentions. I don't know why I called that intentions, but the vocal is like, oh, "I love me like you say you do." But if I put it as like "say you do" or something, it's too like predictable. I kind of, I try to keep the names of the tunes like kind of original, um, without yeah, just not being too predictable. But I, yeah, I, I never really have any meaning behind them I, I mean i was
0: i was gonna actually because um, it was actually something i thought about the other day because we we've got a track funny enough coming out with um with another couple of artists i'm not gonna sort of name drop them too bad but, uh it's gonna be a big tune coming out um featuring a quite a big mc and they're trying to come up with a name for the track and and like like the obvious thing to do is like pick a lyric from the track and name it that But like you're saying, I I was, I was telling them, I was just like, oh, but that's just so fucking obvious. Like, you should really, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. You know, you you really should like try and um, come up with something at least original or creative, like, like you're saying, that's related to it or whatever, but, you know, rather than that, but yeah,
1: there you go. (laughs) Clinical with a bit quiet
0: clinical's a bit quiet I tell you what I tell you what it's because I I literally am fucking deep throating this fucking mic right now you need to um, you need to you need to like bring the mic a bit closer to you
1: yeah it's right here now you need right to
0: here. you know you know like Joe Rogan he's always like come on just come and be close to the mic
1: you've tried DMT bro <laughs>
0: but that's oh, how... Jamie
1: but like that video that cockroach fighting that fucking dumper truck <laughs>
0: You're you're a little bit um you're uh I think your gains up a little bit maybe. Here, here's here's another interesting um interesting fact. Dan actually got me on to buying this uh this microphone right here because we got we're both representing the Blue Yeti mics, best broadcasting yeah. mics in the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm I no, I'm, I've got another I've got another question I'm gonna ask you about um. About the Unglued collab, actually, because I'm, I'm I'm kind of interested to know, like a little bit of backstory for that, because uh that's been a dub for quite a while now. Um... It's been
1: like two years. Shit. So the f- the first time Unglued hit me up, um, was asking for a collab, and this was before he had actually released anything, but the um, remix he done for High Contrast was going around, and that video went viral of. of someone playing it
0: well so it, it hadn't actually been released by that point
1: no no it was just sure. a dub and um was, we were talking and stuff i thought like, oh shit you're the guy that done that um, <laughs> remix he's like yeah 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 but yeah anyway come, we worked on this collab and yeah we finished it that was a really quick thing i think he sent the stems to me and then i finished it like it wasn't like a back and forth thing right um and yeah it's been a dub for about two years, I think, and um, yeah, it had a lot of hype about it and stuff, and like, I was getting a lot of messages. But like, to be honest, when I first made it, I didn't really like it that much. And you um, still don't like it? Yeah, I, I, like <laughs> it. I, I do like it. I do like it now, but um, yeah, that, that's it. Basically, <laughs> it was such a it was the most quick um, kind of collab I've ever done. Usually they take ridiculously long. Scania,
0: Scania, come on, hurry I'll send him the stems.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, is, so have you got any? Have you got any more collabs? Um, in the in the pipeline. Well, I mean, I'm guessing you probably do, but anything you can yeah. name drop, anybody you can name drop.
1: Yeah, I can I name drop all of them. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a, a fuck. Fuck,
0: I don't fuck the rules.
1: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm working on one with Waze, which are coming together nicely. Oh, I started one with um particle the other day. Nice. Um uh massages, we're doing one Sustance Um yeah, off the top of my head. Objective, we've got quite a few.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you must have like Lark, you must have like ten.
1: We're working on one. But yeah, that like I said, that, that is a long process collabing with people. Especially like through stems because everyone in drum and bass is extremely long. (laughs) (laughs) Including myself. Including what I was going to say. I was going to (laughs) say, man,
0: you're much better. It's funny enough, I was actually actually talking to to Dex today. We're having a bit of a chat about something and I I would quite like to um, still try and get you and him to work together at some point
1: yeah i'll be done for that definitely
0: i know we did we did try to do do it before but it never quite never quite came to yeah, fruition well
1: i lost all my laptop oh shit, that was it What a. yeah and it's all on there um all right yeah, it, it, what we come up with was pretty good though me because it was me dags and haribo it was cool it was a cool tune lost
0: a lost dub lost to the ether
1: i would love to salvage that laptop i still got it i would love to salvage it i said i was i said
0: i would pay i said i would help you to get the fucking shit off that laptop i think,
1: it, I think it's too too far it's been off and dead for about 3 years now so mm. i think it's kind of gone past i could probably like I, I was thinking about like just taking the hard drive out of it and kind of um i was speaking to i can't remember who i was speaking to but you can like take it out and then get this case in for it right which, so you can make it as an external hard drive. Yeah. So I was thinking about doing that, but long.
0: <laughs> also, also, I'm really lazy and I can't really be fucked.
1: The nearest Apple store is like an hour away. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. Maybe not then.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe one day we'll see. Maybe it'll be I like the, I live in the sticks. It'd be, it'd be like you know when you know when like old producers like find dats or whatever like. In the future, it's gonna be like I found my hard drive, or I found, yeah. I've recovered you this hard drive. Off, I found
1: my floppy disk <laughs>
0: with all my fucking dubs on it. Yeah. Half a dub.
1: Not even that, mate. That it, it, a floppy disk probably can hold a high hat wav.
0: No, what, what, what? what no, it, it, floppy disk are like kilobytes, right? I'm sure you yeah. can't even get like one meg on a floppy disk.
1: It probably can even, yeah, it can fit a snare probably.
0: How times have changed. Mm. Um, is there is there anyone that you'd uh, you'd like to collab? Anyone that we're going to like sort of like call out on the stream right now, and you'd be like, and sort um, it out." Or, or or is there anyone in the chat who would you, who would you like to see clinical collab with? If you were gonna if you're gonna have a suggestion for 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 Dan right now, um, I
1: would like to collab with Brethren.
0: I could um, see that. I could see that being a good, good marriage.
1: Monty, I'd love to collab with. Um, obviously like Skeppy, Perez and stuff, but
0: they're the they're the obvious choices.
1: Yeah, they're the obvious ones. But yeah, Monty and Bradren probably are up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see, I could see that. I maybe you might be able to uh, get that to happen. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like like an interesting.
1: Like often. Clinical and Charlie Bricks. I would love to work with Charlie I was meant to work with her well I hit her up about doing a tune actually no it wasn't me it was um Felix from lifestyle was gonna set a tune up with her but never come to fruition but yeah I love Charlie and would love to work with her she was an amazing vocalist I'm surprised um, I'm, a- um, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised Cousy that B, hasn't happened yet that QZB is a great shout I'd love to work with them um Ben, let's
0: let's do it. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben and Tom. And Charlie, we're calling we're calling you out right now. Yeah. Get involved with the clinical. You know it's gonna be good. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm actually surprised. Maybe I will have to actually no, i I've be, you know, got to be careful what, what's going on. May you might be able to I think I think it's always that I think the the thing is with Charlie and I think it's just that thing of like she she mu- she just must have so like so many people
1: She's the most sought-after vocalist, really, isn't she? She's kind of mm. like the sound of D&B at the moment. Yeah, um, big time. So yeah, she's probably so busy, but yeah, I, she's, she's incredible. I feel, I feel
0: like, I feel like she could. I feel like she'd make time for you. Do you know what I mean? Cause, you know, yeah, not...
1: I, I'll hit her up. We're, we're Come on, Charlie. I. I
0: tell, I tell it could be. I tell be like, um, maybe, maybe, um, maybe Colette Warren. That could be a good like vocalist to get on. She's got a yeah, lovely voice.
1: Definitely. She's sick as well.
0: And Dex. Maybe oh, maybe I'll me. Out, I'll 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 sing on a track for you if you want.
1: So yeah,
0: um. <laughs> <laughs> to you now. <laughs> nah. oh, I got a lovely I got no, I don't. I'm not even gonna try and sing right now.
1: Sing, sing for the stream, come on.
0: Clinical. He's got his brand new EP out uh, yesterday, or whatever day it is. What day is it right now? I don't even know. Come on, voice of an angel.
1: Visages. that was beautiful, by the way.
0: Thank you, mate. Thank Visages,
1: you. clinical QDB. I collab myself every day.
0: Collab with yourself, clinical back to back, clinical.
1: A while ago, me and um, Visages were working on something, never finished, and we're, I think we're planning on getting something else going. Um,
0: I've just, we've actually just had. Uh, that's actually, that's actually a good suggestion. Le
1: yeah, you, that's a great shout.
0: have you done anything have you made anything with her before or not
1: Mate, I, I don't the only vocalists i've worked with are haribo and um anastasia yes the anastasia tune never came out um i would like to get that going again because i was really happy with that tune um yeah i don't really work with vocalists i find i don't know it's where's the, it's the thing very, you sh- like kind of when I'm working on a tune, I'm like, "Oh, that needs a vocal." I will dig for hours and hours and hours mm. to find the perfect sample instead of hitting up a vocalist. But maybe I need to,
0: because, because, um, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you've got some great like vocal, like I think, and, it, and especially some of your work has really strong vocal samples in it. Really, like, a...
1: in most in most of my tunes I'll include a vocal sample.
0: Yeah, but but I think it's very important. I I don't know, like, it, you know, it definitely makes me, your music memorable in a in that respect
1: that, that's i like it because it gives it that kind of identity like it it gives it i don't know like around me like i think the vocal was quite imperative to kind of
0: it makes the tune the Identity,
1: really. and remembrance. same with the unglued collab um i don't know it kind of for, to me it, yeah it just makes it it gives it that memorable kind of sound. Like look at a lot of Perez's stuff and oh. visager stuff. It all kind of got these vocals and they're kind of Yeah, they, they it's, it's the identity of it.
0: Do you know what I, I reckon I'm gonna um I'm gonna give lemon I'm gonna give Chris a a shout. Cause she she actually she actually was talking to me the other day um about working with uh with are a, working with some overview artists because she she's she's had a you know she's had a few releases on the on the label now. Obviously, I did the chase with um with Skylark, and there was another um track with Sullex um and and yeah, like she was talking about it. So I might actually I might actually might try and see if we can make that happen.
1: Clinical and um, Yano collab. Where is it? <laughs> um,
0: start
1: a little. Me and Yano made um, we started a little like four by four D B track. So oh God, never come to fruition. Yeah,
0: edgy. Clinical
1: and Proxima. Yeah, that's a good shout.
0: I think I think we just I think everyone here just you you should be you should all just dictate what Dan does. I think it's it's a good. <laughs> it means you don't yeah. have to come up with ideas. You know what I mean? You just get shout everyone else my- to do it for you.
1: do you prefer to collab with people around about the same level as you listen to new producers? Um, I definitely prefer to collab with people around the same level as me. Um, and that's not because, uh, they're not as, you know, that it's not like, oh, they can't do anything for me. It's just more of a kind of, I know them already. And I know that sound because they've released a lot and it makes it a lot easier to work with someone. Um, but yeah, I listen to loads of new producers. Um, I was doing a, at the beginning of like the lockdown kind of period, I was doing live uh, feedback streams on my Discord for new producers. I'm always, always love listening to new producers' music. I'm a new producer myself, basically. So it's always, because you get sent stuff and you're like, fuck, this is sick. This is better than everything I've done. <laughs> you're like, it's sick. Like like you were saying, there's so much information and so much technology now that everyone kind of has an equal opportunity to be really sick now so i never like i'm not one of these people that like i oh, sent me a tune and he's got like 200 followers i'm not going to listen because some of the people have barely any followers who have sent me music has been some of the best music that i've been sent so mm. i love i love listening to new producers
0: well and, and uh you know you were you were you were someone with 200 followers once as well you know so
1: exactly and a follower means absolutely nothing really in this day and age like in terms of like how good your music is oh, so yeah.
0: yeah i mean I, to be fair i think that's something you you i i definitely noticed like you're saying like you you definitely are quite open to to supporting younger people coming up you know obviously like you're saying doing with your discord thing and i think even like even like clinical sets and stuff like you're not just you know you you will, will play stuff that is is from from different people obviously the podcast uh, you're doing doing at the moment as well or yeah. or have or have been yeah. doing
1: yeah I've not done it for the last two months oh. um, it's mainly because of being busy with sorting this release and getting this release finished it's my it's my fault then yeah basically it's
0: basically what I'm trying to say it's actually all peaceful <laughs>
1: And I've just been super busy and not really had the time or motivation to do it. I would like, I, I want to get it back up again because I did really enjoy doing them, but um, at the moment I'm just focused on making music because I've not really been as on it as I would have wanted to be, you know. And the, pod- the podcast takes takes a long time to do, um, to kind of curate the tunes, do the mix, record the vocals, and especially with me like i'm not the most articulate so it takes a few takes it takes a couple of takes to kind of get it how i want it you know what i mean um and obviously with the interviews as well you record them process them mix them down do mm. all that it takes ages it takes a long time and at this moment in time i'd rather use that time to work on music
0: you, you're gonna you're gonna do you're gonna do a, a next podcast this month though
1: uh, possibly possibly <laughs>
0: possibly you should, should.
1: I've only done five and we're already season one's done <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm mean, and I'll wait another six months before season two just yeah. to keep people on their yeah. toes
1: yeah which is it's quite ironic how like I was doing them all through summer and now it's cold and I'm inside a lot more <laughs> I haven't you
0: know but like you're saying like you're saying you know obviously you know you're because I think Compared to to my podcast, which is, like, let's be honest, it's it's a bit of a fucking shit show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not, I mean, like, no, it's all right, but it's not, like, the the most, like, you know, technical and kind of creative podcast. Like, I'd say, you know, take, like, your podcast or uh, Ill Truths as well, the, the one that they've just started up. Like, there's a lot more kind of production value and... Like you're saying, it actually takes a lot longer to craft it, whereas I just, I record a mix, record the vocals, like, that's it. It's, like, it's out there, whereas, like, when you're trying to sort of do what you're trying to do, like, it does, you know, I think people will be surprised how much of a how much of a process it is um, yeah. to do.
1: Especially because, like, like we were saying earlier, like I produce, so, like, the vocals I'm trying to get... So the voice recording I'm trying to get perfect and side chain and everything so it fits perfectly and you with stuff like that it's very i like you know i'll do the first take i'll mix it or whatever and it'll sound good then the next day i'll listen back and i hate it and i (laughs) I need to adjust the levels again and then you've you're aware of what you've just done by kind of having these two different perspectives on it two different days you're like oh which one was right oh shit like nah. what is right i don't know <laughs> what sounds good i don't fucking know so, yeah it does take a while and it can be quite stressful to be fair mate, i,
0: I literally i literally don't even i don't even listen to the to back i just i just fucking upload it and i'm just like right just put it online <laughs> it sounds how it <laughs> will sound
1: once they're online i don't listen back
0: i oh, know i know i do i think i think you have to i think you should i think you should to be honest like
1: well i listen to it enough when i'm like mixing the vocals right yeah no i guess it and stuff. So I, once it's off i'm like i'm done <laughs> i think um, that's part of the reason i stopped doing it as well is because like after making the podcast and doing everything for it you kind of you're sick of the process of it hmm.
0: so,
1: i don't know how noisy i do one every week
0: yeah <laughs> man that is a commitment i mean i think obviously a- they
1: probably have like a uh process they do which makes it super easy for them
0: yeah i, I think i i believe that they i think they believe they have people that actually like do all of the, the sound editing and you know all of that yeah. like you know because there's a the thing you know you're you've got you're the one that has to sit there and edit it you're the one that has to upload it promote it you know yeah 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 whereas i'm pretty sure not not 100 but i'm sure that they just record it and then Their their team takes care of the rest of it. Do you know what I mean? Which, when you're noisier, you know that's you know the luxury that you get to have. Light work. Light work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: How come you started? How come you
0: started the podcast? By the
1: way. Um, I think it was just I started it at the beginning of like lockdown, and I think it was more just kind of missing sharing music. Yeah. With people, obviously when you're doing a dj set you're basically just sharing music with whoever's in the room and i kind of missed because i was getting all this new this really good music sent to me and i was just like i can't do anything with it and um i went through like i used to love amos Cranian sessions
0: yeah um, yeah yeah
1: and i went through a stage of just like listening to that so much and then just kind of i was just like fuck it i start my own one bought a mic and just done it yeah thank you wade for the kind words man that means a lot
0: I can also say I think Jonathan Jonathan Kiever is uh
1: Oh god. Signals in it. A... Oh
0: signals around fucking hell. Signal. If only my day wasn't getting rest any in worse. Peace, signal. Um you you do have a question here, it says, uh, are you planning on doing more experimental stuff like Violet? There's a question there from Tom Van Haff.
1: I wouldn't say Violet's experimental necessarily. It was uh... just I'd say,
0: say I'd I'd say it was. I I I I asked you the other day, I was like, what like what even is it? Like what <laughs> like I don't even know what it is.
1: Um yeah, well I had Big fun. Up signal. It and, like that's it, basically. I just done what I want with it. So if that's what you mean, then yeah, definitely that's what that's what all of my stuff I want to be like now is just something which kind of just summarizes how much fun I had making it, if you know what I mean, and just kind of not just being creative with it, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, that's but, fair yeah. enough. I mean, like, because that's the thing. Like, I was sort of sitting there trying to uh, like define it, because I think, I think, like, I think that can be maybe, a, maybe a problem with drum and bass is you want to kind of like put it in these where well, this is liquid, this is this is a roller, yeah. this is you know, this is this, this is that. Whereas then a tune like that, I think is, that's why, I, you know, I, I really like it. It's because it's kind of undefinable, which is quite hard to do. Like, it's its a bit of this, it's a bit of that. It's not quite, you know, it's not quite, you can't quite perfectly put it in, into a box. Um, yeah, which I think is maybe why, you know, obviously, like you're you saying, could, it's kind of yeah. experimental.
1: But all these, like, sub-drummers kind of, <laughs> Margin now really which is good i think
0: jonathan's <laughs> saying that dmb listeners be like oh the drums aren't exactly what i what i like what i'm used to experimental tune <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean you know sadly i guess that kind of means it is kind of experimental because it's like not what is the norm but yeah, it's kind of sad. It's yeah. kind of sad that we are in a world where that is Weird. the case.
1: Experimental shouldn't really be kind of like Like it shouldn't be a genre or a subgenre. Experimental with experimental, it should just be, you know, is you can't. If something's truly experimental, you couldn't like genre. Like put it in a genre. Mm.
0: You know
1: what I mean? You can experiment all oh, all dance music and especially drum bass. All of it's experimental because it's all. You know, it's a process behind it which has been experimental. So,
0: well, we're getting deep and philosophical in in inside inside overview today.
1: What is the meaning of life? What is the
0: meaning of life? It's forty six, isn't it, or whatever it is. Uh, we we have, we have another question here from uh, Noah Johnson, um, and he asks: uh, Are the feedback Discord streams coming back? Not sure if answered already.
1: Um. Uh, that's another thing, like I dunno, um I've not really thought about it too much. Um I would like I enjoy I really enjoyed them, my Discord, we had a sick little community and every Friday like people would send music and I'd just give like feedback, not necessarily on like the mix downs and stuff, just on the ideas themselves. And they were they were fun. And I'd always get like a guest on with me, like had skylark objective, um ways, etc. So it's it's someone I definitely would happily do again, um, but I think when I was doing it, it was like the the peak of um, lockdown and stuff, so it was kind of convenient for me to be able to do it. Whereas now it could be, you know, I'm I'm back to working on Fridays and Saturdays. I'm usually quite busy. So
0: when, do you, when you say busy, you mean uh, down down the pub with your boys, right?
1: Like <laughs> yeah, either down the pub with the boys or. or... <laughs> playing Call of Duty or oh, I mean I
0: think like you're saying like because I think yeah like you're saying it was really during lockdown that obviously that came about and obviously a lot yeah. of people were about like I don't know whether or not if you were to do a Friday night now that you're going to get the same level inter- mm. of interaction Definitely unless you not. unless you moved it to like a weekday a weekday thing maybe I don't yeah, know
1: but the fun part of it was like, I'd enjoy some beers while doing it, and like, we. It was just, I don't know, it was. It was like a real like community, and we had fun. Like the chats were always just really fun and stuff. And um, I don't know, it was just perfect for the time, and it's kind of something I wouldn't want to force anymore, because towards the last, the last one, especially like, it felt quite forced, and it was like, ah oh, everything's back to normal a bit more, like. Mm i'm not really having as much fun as i want i have like a lot of stuff to do and stuff so (laughs) you know (laughs) but it was just it was just one of those kind of things which during the lockdown it was just perfect but now
0: well well, we we we,
1: and like you said i wouldn't get as a lot of the people would be out or whatever so you wouldn't get the the reach and the people we, we do have we do have
0: lockdown too um Possibly going to happen, so maybe, yeah, maybe. If that happens, <laughs> if that happens yeah. I tell you what—you heard it here first on Overviewed. If we have lockdown two, the clinical Discord sessions will be coming back. That's a clinical promise. Possib- possibly. possibly, I'm not, com- I'm not committing anything, but maybe. <laughs> um, I don't think we have any more. Don't have any more questions. Any more questions? of anyone. Uh, Anyone does have any more questions for, for Dan? Um please do feel free to ask. Um maybe I should maybe I should ask uh some sort of question um to to, to you about stuff. <laughs> 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 really great, really great uh interview skills right here. How do you find uh how are you finding sort of like juggling um the work music life balance at the moment because i know that obviously you touched on there like obviously you had lockdown and were able to sort of maybe do some more things that you'd like to do and now we're Um, back a little bit
1: the thing is i worked through the whole of lockdown but i was doing like pretty reduced hours so i've always been working um what's your
0: What's your favorite biscuit? Um, uh, yeah, that's we'll come to that because that's a fucking, that's a good question right there. Uh, he doesn't it's... even know.
1: I don't know, mate. I don't know. I like um, shortbread.
0: Just any kind of shortbread.
1: Any kind of shortbread. But I don't really eat biscuits that much, to be honest.
0: Oh, mate, what you don't eat biscuits?
1: Nah, not that much.
0: I'm definitely yeah. um.
1: EP take you start to finish. <laughs> okay, uh, more more serious was, question right there. <laughs> <Two years>. <laughs> 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 the well, yeah, it was the majority of it came together in about four months, five months. But yeah, the f- intentions and Glue Collab we made two years ago, so technically two years. It? Technically two years. Shortbread is fucking good, though. Yes,
0: shortbread I'm a shortbread man good. myself. Was it? your what's your favorite kind of cheese?
1: Oh, it depends on the situation. <laughs> depends what it's with. Like, I obviously love cheddar, but like parmesan as well. It's really good.
0: A bit um, hard I'm cheese.
1: Quite, I'm quite basic with cheese. I just like parmesan, mozzarella and cheddar, really. <laughs> I love that um, Mexicana cheddar you get, the fucking chili cheese. That's fucking good. Chili cheese. That's real good. Yeah,
0: real good. Mm, I don't. I don't know. I don't think I've. I don't think I've had that one. I don't think I've have had spicy cheese before, but I'm not sure if it's that one. Nice. There you go. That's it. You had it here first. <laughs> clinicals. <laughs> clinicals' favorite cheese. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Wicked. Um. So. So. Like. What. What next is kind of on your. Kind of agenda. What would you what would you still like to achieve within drum and bass? I mean, obviously it's a bit of a weird time at the moment with everything. Um, I mean, how how have you been, how have you been kind of dealing with that as well? The kind of lockdown situation?
1: Um, I was extremely optimistic and positive until like last week when they come out and basically said like the whole industry is not viable. Um, it didn't really get me down it just really angered me like i was so pissed off about it um it was just it just felt so like it was just like every like the whole system like completely turned its back on everything like i've been working for for the last five years and whatever like all my friends and stuff have been working towards so it was, it was it was gutting and it angered me but like at the same time it's it's kind of that thing like even if i wasn't playing live shows i'd still be making music you know so Mm. uh, when i think of it in that in that kind of aspect it's not too bad because at the end of the day i'll just enjoy making music and obviously they can't you know they're not going to ban people making music well
0: i'm not sure i'd put it put anything past the fucking current government they have they have they have banned singing and dancing so (laughs) maybe making music will be next fucking hell
1: yeah we're living in a very um dystopian dictatorship at the moment i feel
0: Mm. i mean the whole the whole new i mean the whole new laws have been put in i mean like you're saying like you know i've I've definitely can relate to that quite a lot because i certainly yeah the last sort of few weeks the last yeah two two three weeks i think have just have kind of been really testing i think it's that kind of thing of like it felt like everything was kind of starting to go back to normal again and and then like you can sort of see a bit of light at the end of the tunnel and it's like okay cool like you know maybe this is going to be okay and like you know like like you're saying people like ourselves in this in this industry um it feels
1: like you know when you're at a restaurant and you're really hungry and the waitress walks out with a load of food and you're like oh that's ours that's ours and they walk towards you <laughs> and she walks straight past you to the next thing that's what it feels like to me
0: yeah no 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 it really fucking does it really does fucking that does sense,
1: like
0: so. that just no 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 it really makes sense because like you're saying you can really see it and it was like you know you
1: can smell it, you can
0: taste pubs it pubs place. are back open you know we you know you're allowed to socialize again you know we're doing sit down raves and it's like okay cool cool and then and then now it's like oh no no, actually, you know, it's now right. we're now banning you till ten AM, no till ten PM. And now and now we're gonna also put a limit on how loud you're allowed to play music as well and just
1: Apparently that's only to do with pre recorded music, so
0: D B doesn't DJ, quite count?
1: That's... No, because there's a performance. Right. Not a recording.
0: Okay, no, no, so... fair play.
1: But I'm sure they'll find that loophole and kind of eradicate it.
0: Like, yeah maybe i mean again we don't know
1: it's just gonna be another wave of illegal raves and squat parties and stuff and before like i've always kind of i've not been against them but I've, they've never really been my kind of thing and i've never really been interested in them but like now like i'm all for it, <laughs> all for it. <laughs> you're gonna go to one,
0: to one then so if movies, any if any free yeah, any, any free party promoters out there want to book uh clinical please do hit up his agent
1: this is how everything is any kind of subculture has ever been born is through like this kind of rebellion Mm. factor you know and it's just going to happen again it's like it's always been a, a situation of kind of breaking what the society deem is right you know or what the government think is right it's kind of that's how these amazing things are born just look at like the metal kind of era and like the heart like the the poet like the you know like the how would you like glam rock and shit like that and all that stuff that came through it's all deemed like unacceptable in society but that's mm. but it's regarded now as being like massive you know it's, it's like everything
0: mm. I, I suppose it's that thing as well of like people making the most of the situations that they find themselves in and we've had these we've had these rules and these these restrictions placed on us and and i think because because there's it's so there's a real lack of transparency and it seems so flimsy and and all over the show that then that makes it then even harder for people to kind of get behind it and makes people then more likely to rebel i think against um Against these sort of situations that they find themselves in because I'm, I'm not gonna lie like you know the 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 10 p.m um ban is fucking stupid like it's actually it's, it's it it is like and you know and anyone that that thinks otherwise um i'm I'm sorry but idiot. you know Suck. I mean look I'm gonna say you're a fucking idiot but I don't think you maybe people don't again don't when you when you work in the industry and you how important that kind of time is and and then what they you know all the all the stuff that's coming out like the chaos on the streets like the the reports back of like the just it's it's chaos on the streets at 10 p.m and it's you know again this kind of like makes
1: a new rush hour doesn't
0: it makes a new rush hour And, and again like the damage the damage that's being done to the venues that are already with their backs against the wall um Trying to trying to scrape out of this situation, and now all of a sudden you're taking away what is potentially their busiest trading hours, um, yeah. especially for you know the real night time nightclub venues, um, and it does feel like as as Jack Workforce said earlier, it does feel like people have been, you know, these institutions have been really let down and and pushed to the side, and and it just feels like. It's more, uh, it's more for show than it is a real understanding of the situation. Or like, really, is it actually? Is that actually going to really make much of a difference? Like the the, the way that I it's looking. Like the, it's, whole, the, whole
1: pand- the whole pandemic, and it has all been kind of these loose kind of structures that have been put in place where people, kind of not really knowing what they're doing like what they're allowed to do but i think people now are kind of thinking like "Fuck that i'm gonna live my life and do what i want and i feel like i'm probably gonna go forward living like that a lot more now um Mm. you know like everyone was so like um compliant to it at the beginning like including me and you know that was it was a hard period of time for everyone and like 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 you said earlier, like to kind of have, be given that kind of freedom back, and then for them just be like, oh no, we'll, no, 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 yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck that! I think everyone, people are not going to buy this time. So,
0: but it, I think it's just that that it, you know this is why it's kind of like what is now being weighed up, and why I think the decision for the 10 p.m. thing is such a bad one is because it's this like weighing up of the risk of well, how much damage are you going to do to? these these it, this industry and and damaged so many people's uh opinions or or thoughts or whatever compared to what well, what is the actual coronavirus risk and yeah. and and whatever like yeah, they, they, yeah, they do not uh, care
1: about um they do not give a fuck about our industry they never have
0: yeah. i mean it's they never have yeah. it's a you, it's a
1: Just look at the, especially in like the last like 10 years or so, how many grassroots independent venues and clubs have shut down because they've been forced out by like potential like property, like developments and stuff. And it's, and they've always put, they've never fought against that. The only city that I know that's kind of always kind of been okay on it and whose council kind of favors the nightlife, they, they know how important it is, Bristol,
0: mm.
1: and mm. and it, they they've always, you know, they have never cared. They've never seen like how important it is, not only to like the economy, but to people's livelihoods, like our livelihood, like people that go to rain's livelihoods, bouncers, bar staff, all this, and all these people suffering, and
0: mm. it
1: is complete, it's completely fucked, man. It's so it's so sad, and, like so. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a I, fucking I, hard time at the moment, man. It's no, awful, man. It? It's, it's like eight percent of the employee like the employee people in the UK work in the nightlife industry, and that's kind of just being ripped away. Mm. They're all about like training you in new skills and stuff. <laughs> like, look. At, look at I him. mean,
0: you know, that's the fucking that is like the fucking slap in the face, isn't it? It's like. It you know, so you've, you've worked like, so like... you've worked your fucking life off, and you you're doing. I, I think that, like you're saying, that raising that point of, I don't think it's the, I don't know, just like broadly say, oh, they don't care. But I don't think that they or, or a lot of people understand. And I don't think that I think that's maybe the difference of, and 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 having that appreciation that hey, you know what, this industry, and and what it is, is actually like one of our sort of like most sort of strongest exports and are really it's so important to the to the to the fabric of of society and 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 culture that the damage that you you know you're doing and not not offering enough support and not doing enough um is is going to cost us in the long run in 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 you know in we're going to potentially end up falling behind i guess how many people are we potentially going to lose now um that could have been really great artists or may have gone on and founded a really important nightclub or or just being you know like you're saying oh yeah you can go and retrain and go join another industry but yeah like that's it it's like how many people are going to be lost throughout this this transition period now and there's no so
1: many so many people
0: man and 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 there's you know there's no certainty of when the fuck it's gonna come back or what is the plan like what is gonna happen and everyone's just you know everyone's scratching their scratching their heads um you know i I took part in the in the we make events um protest the other day i don't know if you you saw that um i saw i saw yeah yeah, yeah. So it was obviously um, for anyone that doesn't know. Um, for anyone that might be interested, um, it was a We Make Events. It was um, a big worldwide um, protest um, day of action uh, to kind of highlight the the issues that the events industry, the live live music sector, are kind of facing at the moment. Um, and it was, it was a huge, huge uh, deal. And we, we went down and we did it. Um, I did it in Brighton um, with a number of my friends and they lit up all the they lit, loads of venues like lit up in red and it kind of really brought it home. It really did kind of to sort of see something of that scale and to see that many people kind of get behind it. It was like, shit, you know what, like this is, a, you know, this is a big deal. Um, and who quite knows what is going to happen i mean it really doesn't help that like we're saying we really do have like one of the most kind of just non-supportive governments in charge for this kind of thing and especially when it comes down to kind of underground culture i i know this may seem like a little bit of a not maybe on a conspiracy theory level. I, I, you know, I'm not, not, I'm a big conspiracy theorist. I'm not going to sit here and start spouting off about 5G or anything, but, um, it was, it was Deggs actually was talking about, uh, uh, because historically and even, even currently the, the arts arts and culture is very left wing liberal, um, politically based which is obviously very much um against the current kind of establishment um in in the country and that actually having a real effect because they are going to be very less kind of willing to want to help people that they deem a- against them literally so
1: everyone in our industry are not one in the- Voting for them? No, 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 they're, no. Don't I mean. And but... you know they're not losing <laughs> any voters or kind of supporters. You know, but it will cause a revolt. The, the amount of illegal raves and stuff is going to be off the chain, mate. It's going to be crazy. Mm, mm. Like I said earlier, I'm all for it. You had it here.
0: Down, down with the system. <laughs> I
1: feel, I feel like we're, I feel like we're going on a. Go, I don't want it to go that way because they're unregulated and you hear some horror stories from these illegal raves and squat parties um
0: mm.
1: you know there's no kind of in terms of like people's safety and stuff is like they're quite dangerous but people need music live music mm. people need to, mm. to dance and to enjoy themselves
0: and <laughs> yeah it doesn't quite it doesn't quite cut it on a live stream like as much as like no you know it can be you a good to, thing
1: yeah, it's not only the music and like and whatever it's, it's the social aspect is one of the most important things that's what i used to enjoy the most when i went to raves was meeting people and speaking to people and people crave that you know and with everything shutting at 10 o'clock and stuff like people young people will be young people you know what i mean uh, enjoy their stuff.
0: Yeah, man. So, I mean, you say like everyone's going to be cramming back into houses or going to illegal yeah, parties. People and... will
1: be cramming into houses or hotel rooms. Or... I mean, that is the. Ch- I mean, that's you know, that's
0: that's the that's the ridiculous thing of the situation is that like it's actually gonna it's gonna be completely the opposite of what they kind of have said that they're intending on doing. As I said, I think it's a lot of it's just for show. Like they have to kind of show a lot of their supporter base. Um, that they're doing something and I think that unfortunately live events and and people meeting up in bars young people especially having fun is a very easy thing to target and point fingers at and like you're saying like oh look at those you know look at those young people out there gathering having fun you know oh Mm -hmm. look they're all you know
1: whereas living yeah, their life being young people yeah yeah
0: yeah we like, oh fuck that yeah you know, like, oh, i don't agree with that whereas like that's the thing is like you know I'm not, I'm not gonna lie like like when we went to Volks the other day like you're saying like they were really strict like the mm. like they were really like really doing the best that they could possibly do to have yeah, but, a controlled environment yeah. and and make a, it as not, safe you know, as possible can... to 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 yeah. meet up like so like, more, what the more can they fucking do do you know, know what i
1: mean? It's not the venue's fault at all, it's just... It, it's a, it's a fact that, say, if Volks were kind of a bit more lenient with it, and be, everyone was stood up and moving around and stuff, and some fucking... The police came, or, like, some fucking COVID marshal guy <laughs> then walked past and was like, oh, these guys and You know, the, the, the venue would get fucking shut down. They were not mm-hmm. be allowed mm-hmm. to do events, these sit-down events, and they'd fucking be forced to close down. Well, because they're... I... I know, I know of
0: a. I'm not going to name it by name, but I was actually talking to to one of the um, Volks bouncers after the after the show, because I, I sort of said to him, I was like, look, you know, I know, you know, you guys, you know, have a have a tough job, and, you know, they they almost they don't want to be doing it, but they have to, they have to for the sake of their venue. And he said to me that, you know, there was a club, another club in the town, where, obviously it got out you know, it got out of control and people were dancing and, you know, mixing, the whole kind of thing went out there. I, I, I mean, I don't know how bad it was or whatever, but obviously they weren't keeping everyone under control as well as they could have done. And, and apparently a video ended up online um, and not, not through someone posting it like, oh, yeah, look at these guys. Not You know, it was probably just someone in the fucking crowd like, yeah, look how good time we're having. Like, look at this sort of thing. It's ended up online and the club are now in, like, serious fucking shit. And he was saying that, you know, the 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 authorities are, are really going for them. Um, you know, and obviously they're talking about all these fines and potentially shutting them down. Um you know, and it goes to show. You know, and uh, you know that was like an example, and it and it scares everyone else because then they're just like, oh shit! You know what? Like, you know, they're not they're serious. They're not mucking around. Um, you know, if you don't have uh, you know enough control of it, and that's what they're you know that's the reality of what they're having to face. Um, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 sad. It's it's sad. Um, you know, you kind of understand it to a point. You you know you do, but. I don't know the more the more it goes on it is it is becoming harder to get behind it and make sense of it like you know like like you're saying like you know beginning of lockdown and and the the way this has been going and obviously you know there's been a lot of people you know a lot of people die and it's you know it's been you know it's been a you know it's been a fucking messed up year but obviously now where we're at and it just yeah, I don't know. It does just start to feel like fuck. You know, is it, is it really making sense? Is it, you know, is it right? And uh, we, is it the wrong? You know, making these bad steps. Um, and it is, yeah, it is starting to. It is starting to feel like that. Um, it Bleak. is starting to feel like that now. Bleak, oh yeah, Yeah, man. No, it's you know, I'm not gonna, not going to lie. Like you know, we've you know, we've had a weird. We've had a we've had it like a good year in some respects from from a releasing music point of view, like Overview itself is releasing the best music it ever has. And obviously we're now, you know, really in a, in a good position, but, you know, I'm not going to lie, you know, having the sort of hit to take a few weeks ago is really kind of, yeah, it does get depressing and it it, it is really hard for people. I think anyone involved in the, in the scene now to be like, fuck, you know, when is this going to end? And yeah like again just taking another hit and it's just like how many more hits you know are you gonna be able to take um Mm. and it just just made you think fuck you know what you know what's the fucking point i guess do you know what i mean like because that that live aspect is so important um you know that and that's what you know like like the you know like the event we did the other day i mean it was so it was so much fun um and just to have that feeling again of getting everyone together, getting lots of, you know, lots of, you know, really great friends down there, seeing people enjoying the music. And uh, and it was amazing. It was amazing. It was really just like, oh man. Drinking
1: some buck fast. It was amazing. Drinking some fucking buck fast.
0: <laughs> Staying up all night. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> living life and having fun. And yeah, like it was like a little taste of it. Um, and now we're sort of like back to... You know I, I i'm unsure like you know i'm unsure to even try to do anything else in this country now i'm not gonna lie like cause no. I, I, we have spoken about doing london we've been obviously approached to do one i need to sort of speak to them properly because i am like worried i'm just like is this where are we gonna go where are we gonna be in another you know another month's time Sorry, we're getting oh, fucking are... depressed. Sorry, we're getting the uh, fucking depressed again.
1: View count has dropped a bit since. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we get, yeah. We're going on the fucking, we're going on a fucking oh. COVID, a massive fucking COVID rant. We're really sorry.
1: Are we playing some music?
0: Are we playing some music? Fuck, I mean, we were actually supposed to fucking do that. I tell you what, the the only problem is, is that um, I mean, I can do this. Is obviously like we probably should. We probably should. I mean, we got yeah. to like. What are we even on at the moment? We're on like, we're on like an hour. We're on. We're approaching two hours. Fucking hell, we're doing a real, we're doing a real fucking oh, Joe really Rogan an
1: hour and a half.
0: We're doing a real Joe Rogan fucking special. Yeah. We still got. We still got. We still got a few viewers in, man. Oh no, we still, it's 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 going up and down.
1: <laughs>
0: I tell you what, to um to lighten the mood, I reckon I will um I will play a tune for everyone. I'm sorry that you're gonna have to view my um my web browser. because um, this is like this is how professional this setup. Uh so I think I think I am gonna go in and <laughs> everyone can see my uh my recent chat on on there. I think I'm gonna go in and play a tune. Um I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Violet off the EP because we have been talking about it and sweet. So I'm gonna go in. Let's do this. This is, uh, this is Clinical Violet. Sorry we've taken this long to play a song, but it's just how it goes sometimes. That's life. That is life. Alright, big up. You're not going to be able to hear it by the way, Dan.
1: Yeah, I was waiting for it to start. <laughs> get- you got to
0: watch on Facebook. on Violet, can not we, we be taking that long to fucking play a song in this uh, <laughs> in this podcast?
1: Bored, what the death of everyone.
0: Who just said that? Sorry, who's bored to death? Everyone is bored to death. Every, no. Everyone. Just come on, guys. Just just shut up. Honestly, we got we got places to be and stuff to do, and you're just still sat here talking on Facebook. I think we probably I think we probably should. Uh, I'm reckoning to try and wrap this up now, because otherwise
1: Yeah. Let's get it's nearly Definitely. seven o'clock.
0: It's nearly seven o'clock. We've been going for we've been going for nearly two hours, so. Yeah. I think I think we, we've we've well, we've we've discovered enough about clinical. I feel that we've put the world to right with COVID nineteen and the events industry. I think we I think I, I I'm feeling just about done with <laughs> with this. It's, it's been enjoyable. I've enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it has been enjoyable. Quick question. Have you taken anything from a film and put it... Um. Still questions. Still going. Still going. Uh, have I? I have you taken it. anything from a film? Back in my, my jump-up days, definitely. But not actually from the film, just from vocal sample pack. <laughs> of a film. But, yeah, from a film. Which film I probably didn't know what film it's from. Did you get the Did you
0: get the um, any of the samples from the EP from anywhere interesting, or were they all from packs or? Where?
1: No, no. All the, all the vocals from packs, I think.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, the, the only samples already in this EP were drum hits and vocals. There you go, there you go,
0: there you go, Wade. I hope that answers your uh, your question on that one. Um, yeah, no, it's seven o'clock. I reckon, I reckon let's, uh, I reckon let's wrap it up. Um, cool. Any any final thoughts? Anybody you'd like to shout out? Anyone you'd like to thank?
1: Anything you'd like to say? Um, big ups everyone who's stuck through to the end. I can see the viewers have dropped quite a lot, but you guys are the <laughs> fucking—you got stamina, mate. Listen to me and this this guy fucking chat right. absolute shit for like nearly two hours. But yeah, um, big got everyone for the support on the EP so far has been incredible. Um, it's been super overwhelming. Like I'm blown away, like with the feedback and response I've got. So thank you so much. Um, go stream it. Go buy it. Go show me some love. Go show Pete love. Um. And yeah, I want to give a shout out to Pete, Ollie, Overview Music for always just like just being the boys and just letting me do what I want when it comes to my music and just not ever putting me in like a box or you know. They're they're not like just oh this is the sound of our label, we it needs to sound like this. They're super open. And yeah, that's it. Big up mum as well. Big
0: up to big up to Mummy Clinical. All right, excellent yeah. man. Uh, no, I don't know, that's a lovely up. way, lovely way to end. Uh yeah, as Dan said, um if you haven't already, please do go stream it. If you can, please go buy it, the Violet EP. It is uh, out now exclusively on Beatport and Spotify and be out everywhere else in a couple of weeks. And I'm sure there's going to be some more some more Danny boy on clinical on clinical. <laughs> I'm I, I'm oh, my, clinical. My, my my brain's starting to go now. There's gonna be some more. There's gonna be some more clinical ivory at some point in the not too distant future. I'm sure. Um, Yeah. Thanks to everyone that has managed to stick with us for this long. This has been an epic journey. (laughs)
1: It's been Um, a deep enlightenment. It's
0: been deep. We'll have to. I tell you what. Next time, we'll have to just. We'll have to do a non-drum and bass podcast. We'll just come in and talk about cheese and shit and shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. I'm gonna give this a quit now. I'll see everyone for the next overview very soon. Thank you very much. Be